0: Hi Richard, thanks so much for joining me.
1: No problem, thank you for having me.
0: Absolute pleasure. So uh, you are Richard Hambly and Photography and uh, you obviously do wedding photography, so perhaps you can help us out with this little question that um, our brides and grooms to be have been asking. What should wedding photography cost?
1: Okay, so there's a few different ways I think you can approach that. So you've got to think of who you're looking for, what kind of thing you are looking for as in what kind of photography you're looking for and are you happy with having a full day or a part day those are all things to consider so if you break it down so if you are on a really strict budget the thing I always recommend to people if they're coming to me and they say I've only got a hundred pounds to spend if you've got that kind of budget then you're probably best going and looking at universities and stuff like that. So sending an email to universities and saying, um, I've got a wedding coming up. Can you ask your students if they are willing to phot- photograph my wedding for me? You'll probably have some really talented young people reaching out to you and it won't be very expensive. So um, to be
0: honest, a lot of good photographers have cut their teeth that way, haven't they? That's how they got started.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got started. <laughs> oh, <brilliant. laughs> In a similar fashion. So I appreciate that. If you are, if you are, you know, if you want to have pictures still, then be prepared to just reach out to those kind of institutions. So, you know, your local universities, your local colleges, you'll have, there are a whole pool of young people ready and waiting to just get a bit of work. Um, obviously, the risk with that is you'll have someone who might be doing that first wedding it's that that's a risk in itself there are horror stories out there of people who have spent hundreds of pounds on student photographers to only get back dark grainy photos which is not what you want obviously you want bright happy nice photos that have got no grain in them as where possible so if you are got a budget in mind so if you see if you're budget conscious I beg your pardon um, the things you would need to then consider is: Am I looking to have just part of the day covered, or am I looking to have the full day covered? If you're looking to get part of the day covered, so that's usually ceremony to cake cutting or preparation to cake cutting, or just ceremony only. So then, you're prob- for a standard photographer, you're looking at between two to five hundred in that kind of region so 200 pounds coming in you're looking at somebody who's got is a bit of what people might call a weekend warrior so they come out at the weekend they do their photos and then they go back to a job during the week um ranging up to somebody who's a bit more experienced within the five 600 plus range and then for a full day you're looking at at least 500 for a decent photographer rising right up to somewhere it could be as much as fifteen hundred. If you are asking do you, if you're asking me where it should be, it should probably be anything over a thousand pounds is pushing it, especially where I live in the north of England, where people don't have an awful lot of money. I appreciate down in the London area you are probably going to have people that have a bit more spending power. So
0: sure.
1: you're going to be able to spend more than that. So you do definitely see a north-south divide in that <laughs> sense of things, definitely. And, yeah. I was going to say
0: that that's a that's a really good – that's kind of a really good range um, that you've given there. And I think on the flip side of the coin – there's a huge cost like you actually alluded to earlier actually there's a huge cost in not uh investing in wedding photography isn't there
1: yes yes if you don't if you think about what i was saying earlier about if you have just a student photographer and you're only wanting to pay just a small amount of money there is that risk there that you have some photos that you're not exactly going to look at again because they're not that special but if you just even invest in a little bit like there are services that i use where i can see roughly what other photographers are putting down as a quote and their prices are insanely low and they've all got right. reviews that are five stars still so they're obviously producing quality work but they are um able to undercut people because i like i've mentioned before they're kind of in that weekend warrior um within that weekend warrior category because they're able to put their prices that low because they've got other forms of income myself. I've got other forms of income, but I still my, for my business is a vast majority of my time or five days a week. is still the vast majority of my time. So I get how it's, how it happens like that basically.
0: Brilliant. So if, um, if brides and grooms are looking to save money, um, on their photography or they don't have an enormous photography budget, um, Mm -hmm. Would you say that there has to be a cutback somewhere? Like, are the, are the photographers going to spend less time processing? Um, are those images going to have less polish? Is it a case of just time? Where would you say the balance
1: is? So if, they, if you have run into a problem that I've come across with couples where you've spent loads of money on your venue, loads of money on cake, loads of money on catering, Loads of money on the dress, rings, yeah, and then it gets to the bottom of the list. For some people, it's not their priority. I accept that, which is normally in some ways, in some cases, sorry, is a photographer. So when it gets to that, and you've only got a tiny little bit left, it is important to just bear in mind that if you are if you are only spending a budget amount, you've probably got somebody who's got a lower end camera. So it may not be a full-frame camera. It may only be a crop sensor camera, which is not going to be as good, especially in low-light conditions. You're going to probably have somebody who hasn't got a range of lenses, may not even have a backup camera, which is something to really consider. may not be insured, may not have an awful lot of experience, may not have an own car, which is another thing, because like, outside of cities, you really do need to have a car to be a photographer because you can't rely on public transport you've got all this stuff to car around sometimes you've got to go to four venues and you, you just can't rely on public transport to do that so if you're investing in somebody then that's that's probably a few, good few questions to ask as well is some of those things like do you have are you okay with transport are you okay with insurance do you have backup equipment because those are things that aren't always considered but you will soon know like someone might talk the talk and then you ask those questions and then the truth will come out and you'll be like ah right and then you can see the potential problems and that's what you'll be you might get into if you're only investing the small amount into somebody whereas if you go up go up a few hundred quid up the ladder then you're looking at somebody who has got insurance will have a backup camera will have backup lenses will have backup batteries backup sd cards they won't run out of things and miss The first dance for instance, which I have known to happen. (laughs) Not to myself. Not to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But I have known people to run out of batteries and S D cards during the first dance and missing that, which you cannot get back. It's something that yeah, you don't want you want to have somebody there who's got all the equipment and isn't going to you know, if their camera breaks, they've got something there to still keep shooting. So that's what that's something that you do definitely pay for. Guarantee. Guarantee.
0: Yeah. So we're we're talking about a a balancing act, really, between compromises, aren't we? So if you if you are looking for someone on a budget, I think you've raised some really good points. You need to be looking not just at their work, but also thinking about all the other things that go with that as well. And is it worth, like you say, just bumping that budget up, trying to get those extra just a couple of hundred pounds, maybe? just to get yeah. those reassurances and have it done properly, because then obviously you'll get the results you want and you'll be happy. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Cool. That's, has been really, really great. Thanks for, thanks for bringing those points up with some good, some really good points there. Um, so yeah. then quickly, just before we go, Richard, can I ask you, how did you get started with wedding photography?
1: <laughs> I kind of mentioned it already. So, um, it was, I was in university, I was actually doing my PGCE, I wasn't doing my uni, I did a photography degree, but I did a PGCE after that because I wanted to do teaching, and um, I am teaching at the moment, but that's only a small amount of time, I got asked to do a wedding for a colleague of the convenience store I was working at the time, I hadn't considered wedding photography at all, there was architectural or property photography, that was something I wanted to do. And I have done a bit of, and I am doing now. But I wanted, I hadn't really considered wedding photography. Anyway, I got asked to do this event. It was full day, 12 hours. I got one of my old university friends to come out and help me out. And it was amazing. I really, really enjoyed it. And it was, uh, the whole day, it was supposed to be really cloudy and rainy, but the day was perfect blue skies. The ceremony was outside. And yeah, everything just went amazing. And from there, I started looking for more work and it just snowballed from there. And now it's got to the point I did 45 weddings last year, which in my first full, full year was amazing, you know, and to get all to get a proper foothold in having my business just being part of my full part of my life. That was really, really good. And, yeah, it's just kept building from there. And 2019 looks even better. So <laughs> it's going to be great. Awesome.
0: Yeah, we really, really love it when people say that passion, passion is the reason that they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Richard, so thanks very much for um, for sharing your insider knowledge with us today. Really appreciate that. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you again in the near future. Thank you so much. Cheers. All right. Take care. Bye for now.